BP Nation, what is up, guys? We are back on the podcast. This week, Ash and I are sitting down to discuss a topic that I'm extremely passionate about, and that is why fitness shouldn't be your only hobby. Only being the key word there. I don't need to get any DMs or text messages from folks who are offended that I said fitness was bad and that you should pursue something else instead of fitness. I'm not saying that at all. Fitness is fantastic. It's amazing. It's great. It's a tool that we can use to improve our life and our quality of life outside of the four walls of the gym. And that is the point of this message is that we cannot lose sight of what is happening beyond the gym because that is ultimately why we're training. It is to improve our life, to become more confident and more capable in all of the hobbies and activities we engage in outside of the gym because those are often the things that bring us the most value, the most fulfillment, and create some of the best memories that we'll hold on to for a lifetime. And so again, this is something that I'm incredibly passionate about, excited to speak about today, and that has personally impacted my health and fitness journey. So I hope you're able to take something out of this. Again, if you need a notebook and a pen, write some of this shit down, take it with you. Uh, Again, This is to help you move forward, move towards your goals, improve your quality of life. So we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 75. I'm here with Ash. We literally just had a huge brain fart, and I couldn't remember how I intro the episodes. And I also didn't have my mic on. (laughs) Was it on the last episode that we recorded? Yeah, I just turned it off. Okay, thank God. Uh, We're doing back-to-back episodes today. Uh, Not released back-to-back, but we're recording them. And uh, yeah, so we just had a little... uh, little lapse in memory right there, but we're back on track. Uh, Ash, how are you doing today? This is the second episode we're recording. Is your brain still working? Is your mind still in it? It is. Love it. Because uh, this one's going to get me fired up. I know. I'm going to be put on the spot on this one. I can already tell. No, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Maybe, I mean, maybe it will happen, <laughs> but that's not the point. Uh, anyway, guys, we're back, and uh, we're going to cover a topic today that I'm super passionate about that Ash is going to dive into. Uh, But first, we'll give you the typical updates here. So life updates, two weeks into being full-time on Ballistic. uh, And I would say, Ash, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree, that we're thriving. Yeah, I love it. Loving it. Uh, Coda loves it because we're both here nonstop. Not that we weren't before, but like now it's forever. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary, forever. That makes me think of the wedding. (laughs) Babe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but one thing that I do think is funny that's happened in the last couple of weeks is that um, a few people that we've talked to say something along the lines of like, or insinuate that we have too much time on our hands now. And like, what do we do with that time? And yeah. that we're less busy, uh, which is really fucking funny because it's the exact opposite. Uh, we've replaced all the time that we previously utilized for our full-time jobs and we use that same amount of time now to invest more time in ballistic Mm -hmm. Um, so it's no exaggeration when we say we're working 7 a.m to 7 p.m essentially every day of the week aside from saturday we're working a half day and then sunday we try to take off 
Yeah, Sunday's like a half day, too. Yeah. <laughs> so there is no more time. Uh, we don't just sit around and twiddle our thumbs as much <laughs> as some people like to think. But the uh, point is that we're d- putting all of our time, energy, and effort into making this even more incredible. Uh, so continuing to pour ourselves into that. Both bridal showers, by the time this airs, mm-hmm. are going to be checked off the list because yeah. you've got one coming up. Again, we're recording this two weeks early. Mm-hmm. So you've got one coming up this weekend uh, that will mark off both officially. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, we're closing in on the bachelor party, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, me and all my best friends are getting a cabin in the middle of central PA in the middle of nowhere, right on a crick. We're literally just planning on fishing. Crick or creek? Crick. <laughs> we're just planning on fly fishing. And uh, Are you going to go cricking? okay (laughs) so this is an inside joke that's why ash thinks it's so funny because we haven't told this to anybody else (laughs) ashley thinks that there's an activity called cricken yeah i'm gonna make my sister listen where you just walk through cricks yeah you cricken which i call a crick but creek is what i'm talking about (laughs) in case anyone's confused yeah that's not a normal activity (laughs) uh but the point is it is you're walking through a creek when you go fishing that's cricking. No, that's fishing. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the point is we're getting this cabin, uh, sleeps like 16 people, and we're literally just going to drink beer, fish, and uh, hang out and chill. <laughs> Those are the only things on the agenda when my best man asked me what I wanted to do. <laughs> it's also the first weekend of turkey season, so we, if we're able to get our asses up, or if we're still awake, we might go turkey hunting on Saturday morning. We'll see. Uh, that, that There's a slim chance of that. But uh, And then also... We've got the itch. <laughs> and when I say the itch, I mean, we're thinking about moving again. <laughs> now, this is a, a ways off, right? We're not like... Not that far. <laughs> oh, okay. So not that far. We'll we're not see. We're not up and moving anytime, I don't think, in the near future. But we've got the itch to go somewhere else. So let us know. Where should we go? Yeah, tell us. Because we, we've got ideas, but I mean, we'll, we'll take recommendations. Yeah. It has to be in the U.S. Yeah. In the continental U.S. Yeah, we learned the first time. Coda, not it's. Not yeah, we're not to taking Coda down to the Caribbean or over to Hawaii. Um, and it has to be warm. Yes. We sick of the cold, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so send us your recommendations. Uh, but anyway, in terms of ballistic updates, I haven't even told you this. I am in the early stages of beginning to overhaul all of the fitness programs. So I am going to go back in and I'm going to dive deep into not necessarily reformatting, but rebuilding some of the backend processes to set us up for success in the future. And also to help anyone who's enrolling in these programs to have a little bit better of an experience and a better start. So I'm just mapping it out right now. I haven't even started the actual process of it yet. Um, they're not going anywhere. So no one freak out, build, perform, move. They're all going to be there still. Uh, we're just changing, changing a bit of the logistics. Um, we're also nearing capacity, I would say. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've got essentially an entire full book of clients. I'm getting there. So if you are interested in working with us with nutrition or fitness or custom, really we're talking about custom or total. If you want customized fitness programming specific to you, or you want nutrition coaching and customized fitness programming, that's called our total program. We don't have many spots left. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for five more dudes. Ash is looking for three more females. 
Mm-hmm. And then from there, we're going to have to start opening up the wait list. Yes. So if you want to get signed up, now is the time before the wait list becomes the thing. And that is your only option until we have more room available. So make sure you get a hold of us, send us a DM, shoot us an email, send us a text, whatever it is, <laughs> to get yourself signed up and ready to rock and roll. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I think, did we want to quickly kind of recap what you get with Total? You were explaining that a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I'll touch on that real quick. So I mentioned custom, which is just customized fitness, individualized programming. Uh, But with our Total program, which was what we were talking about in terms of there being limited spots left, uh, you do get the one-on-one nutrition coaching, weekly check-ins, the customized fitness programming uh, delivered straight to your phone, video analysis of your technique, access to the Armory, which is our private video library where we expand and discuss other topics that we can't necessarily go into detail on uh, on most of our social media posts, as well as access to the private Facebook group, our fitness and nutrition ebooks, as well as some of the others that we are getting ready to release, uh, and most importantly, accountability and guidance through that whole process. So a ton of value there. Again, hit us up if you're interested in working with us with the Total program. Yes. Oh, I felt like that was a lot. <laughs> okay, so now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the conversation. So the topic today is, and what the title of the episode is, is that fitness shouldn't be your only hobby. And we're going to dive into exactly what I mean by that and why I'm saying that. And so really to, to kick off the conversation, I just want to start by saying, number one, fitness is incredible, right? I'm not saying fitness is bad. It's amazing. It's literally one of... The only tools that we can use to improve our health, longevity, functionality, it's the primary tool that we use to do that aside from nutrition. And so I'm not in any means saying you need to drop fitness and do something else and pursue something else. Uh, Fitness is also like it's it's really freaking fun, especially if you find something that you truly enjoy. It's fun to push yourself. It's fun to go to your classes if you're into the class setting. Uh, It's fun to just see results in general and what how your hard work has paid off over time. But All that said, fitness can also become like this all-consuming or even addictive, uh, you know, activity, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. especially if you're coming from the functional fitness space of like CrossFit, Orange Theory, F45, and primarily CrossFit because that's the background we come from is what what I'm talking about here. But, you know, I've been coaching full-time for nearly eight years now, and I've done it across all kinds of different arenas, D1 strength conditioning, high school sport performance, CrossFit, Orange Theory, and really anything in between. And, you know, in that time, especially in CrossFit, like I mentioned, that's kind of what we're honing in on here. The majority of people whom I've met and I've coached are obsessed with their fitness. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. I'm talking like it becomes their identity. Now, again, I'm not saying fitness is bad. I'm not even saying that fitness as a hobby is bad. Fitness is fantastic, but fitness as your only hobby is what I'm getting at here. And we're going to dive into the details of that in a second. So what I'm saying is, in my opinion, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree, Ash, because I pretty much came up with this episode, is... It's only bad. Fitness is only bad as a hobby when you lose sight of everything that's beyond the four walls of the gym. 
What's bad is when fitness becomes your only hobby. It's the center of your world. It's the thing that you're scheduling your life around as opposed to the opposite, right? And structuring your life around fitness, or excuse me, incorporating or integrating fitness into your life. So that's what I'm saying is bad. And why is that bad? So here's the deal. Number one, the intent of fitness is to enhance your quality of life. It's to enhance your abilities, your confidence, your, you know, your, I don't want to say your capacity, there we go, to go out and engage in everything in life outside of the gym, right? The purpose of training is to literally improve your ability to perform in life, to do life. And it's the entire reason that we train. The reason that we train is to express our fitness in the real world, in the hobbies, behaviors, activities, you know, everything we do in our life that creates you know, a lot of value and allows us to enjoy things and create experiences and build memories. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the idea of this is that I'm not saying fitness is bad or that you need to pursue other things, like something else instead, but I'm saying it's bad when it becomes the thing, the only thing, the thing you're more concerned with than anything else that brings you value and brings you fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I said, with CrossFit, it's really easy to become enthralled. It's really easy to go to the gym and make that your go-to hobby, and in most cases, your only hobby. And, you know, it's, it's just something that's really easy to fall into if you've got that competitive bug in you, or you came up, like, in that, you know, in that realm of things, in that realm of sport, or that you just like to push yourself that's a fitness modality and same thing with orange theory that you can easily become a little too obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to ask you, and then we can dive into me is, and you're a little bit different and we can explain why, <laughs> right? But as a kid, generally most people have a lot of hobbies, right? And I'll actually go first cause then we'll, and then we'll throw it to you cause you have a unique circumstances. <laughs> so as a kid, most My of us is turning red already. <laughs> yeah but you're you have a legitimate yeah. reason as kids most of us have hobbies even as young adults that we really enjoy you know so for me it's I grew up riding bikes rollerblading you know riding quads camping hiking hunting a little bit of fishing here and there uh, I really like to draw and then playing sports especially soccer volleyball you know maybe pick up basketball my friends but I loved doing all of that and I did a lot of that all the way through college but now, like that start, things start to change as you move into, I don't want to say like adulthood, that sounds so formal, but as you start getting caught up in the rest of your life, or as you become too obsessed with one single thing, all those other hobbies start to fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we look at me, for example, then we'll bounce to you. How many hobbies do I still partake in of all those things I just listed? The answer is literally zero. I don't do any of that anymore. The last time I went hunting was in 2018. The last time I went skiing, I think, was 2016. Last time I drew a picture was for you (laughs) in our master's year. I drew you a cartoon of Rafiki Mm -hmm. and Baloo from uh, The Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. And that was in 2015. 
last time I rode a quad or a dirt bike was tw- probably 2015, around that same time. Yeah, it was with me. Yeah, and camp. then the last time I played soccer was probably 2015 as well when I was teaching the soccer course at the University of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That is outrageous. And it's not as if I grew out of those things and don't like them anymore. I love all of those things, and I haven't done the the closest one is three years ago. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And we'll get into why I'm not doing those things here in a minute and how that relates back to CrossFit and fitness. But for you, you had a little bit of a different scenario. <laughs> so explain a little bit why you didn't necessarily have all of those hobbies and, and you're able to rattle off a laundry list of things like a lot of us would be able to. Like, how was your childhood a little bit different? <laughs> yeah. And so from three to seven, my parents did have me do a lot of different sports. But then when I was seven years old, <laughs> I was training. I wanted to go to the Olympics. Like, in my, I think it was my first grade, like, or my third grade yearbook, I wrote, like, I will go, I will be a gymna- gymnast in the Olympics. Um, so I was training 20, 25 hours a week doing doubles, uh, for most of my childhood. Um, so because of that, my life was just different. Um, and, but you also had the potential to do that. It wasn't as if you had parents that were like, Oh no, all right, Ash, I was X, Y, and Z. So I want you to be X, Y, and Z. It was much more like you were really fucking good at gymnastics as and a kid. And it was kid. all self Yeah, and like you I wanted, wanted it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. you just had that edge that made your childhood way different as opposed yeah. to me who was like eating SpaghettiOs and watching Gullah Gullah Island, like probably in my Power Ranger underwear while you were doing <laughs> back round off back handspring back tucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, I think because my childhood was like that, it's just something that I've struggled with my entire life. Well, I think it's easy for you to find one thing that you can be really good at and yeah. and to prioritize that thing. Yeah. And to become obsessed with that one thing. Yeah. Because like when you said riding quads, like, yeah, I, I did used to always like a lot of my hobbies were riding quads, like hanging out with friends. Um but it, I never looked at it like hobbies. It was just like... It was like that thing you got to do randomly and occasionally because you weren't yeah. training. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whereas like hobbies, we're talking like stuff that you engage in consistently because you enjoy it. Yeah. Like that I literally... That was gymnastics for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then what evolved into swimming and diving. Yeah. And so, okay. So that's why your scenario is a little different here. And that's why I'm a little more passionate about this topic. Uh, but hopefully that gives people the shows the dichotomy between the two of us of why I'm more or less honing in on this and you're, you're chiming in and giving your perspective. Uh, but it's not entirely the same. Mm -hmm. And so back to what I was mentioning. So I haven't done any of those things in years. So what happened? You know, why haven't I gone hunting or skiing or drew a picture or rode quads or even played a sport? Why has it been so long? And the reason is that over time, fitness became my identity, not just coaching either, like fitness itself. Because in the early years of CrossFit, when I got into it, I was obsessed. That's all I cared about. And so training and coaching became like the core tenets of my being. And so fitness was who I was. And then over time, 
fitness was all I wanted to do, or at least that's all I thought I wanted to do. All I wanted to do was get bigger, stronger, faster. I wanted to be better at CrossFit. I wanted to do doubles. I wanted to do triples. I wanted to train more per day. I wanted to do everything possible to recover, the proper nutrition, supplementation, all of that. And then again, over time, I think I convinced myself that I had no time to do all of the other things because I was coaching and training. I basically brainwashed myself into believing that those other things were no longer a part of my life because they weren't coaching or training. Yeah. That I didn't have time to engage in things I enjoyed because I was more obsessed and more and prioritized coaching and fitness more. Mm-hmm. And so that's, and, and that doesn't just happen to me, right? It, it happens to a lot of people out there. How many people do you and I know that try CrossFit and within six months they are addicted yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people. Exactly. You're one of them. And how easy was it? And you obviously have the, the personality and the, and the, <laughs> the, the potential just based on your athletic background to dive headfirst into something and just like crush it. But you were addicted in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally, like the first workout, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It's over. And so many people fall into that boat. And you truly had the potential to be a competitive CrossFit athlete. But the problem is... It's still in my head. <laughs> I know it is. The problem is the majority of people do not. Yeah. And even with you, your body wouldn't allow it at the time. It just We got to a point where our body was not recovering and it was putting us in a jeopardized position. But most people who, who become obsessed with CrossFit and want to become the quote-unquote best CrossFitters at their gym... They're not going to the games. They're not going to regionals or, yeah. or semifinals. So like, what are you doing that for? Right. And if it's to push yourself, that's great. But the point is, what else are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. I think there's got to be something else. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't want to use the word healthy. I don't think it's ideal for anyone, including us, to become so obsessed with just their fitness that they lose everything that their fitness enables them to do outside of the gym. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm getting really fit inside the gym, and that fitness will allow me to ski longer and harder. It will allow me to play sports better. It will allow me to have more endurance and stamina when I'm hunting and stalking and things Mm -hmm. like that. It's those are the things that my fitness is allowing me to engage in. And those are the types of things that are going to probably bring me a lot more fulfillment and value as opposed to just saying, Oh man, I crushed it today. Am I clean and jerk? That might feel good, but how far is that really taking you? How much is that really filling up your cup? Yeah. And so as we transitioned into this new chapter of our life, I think I've realized that, it's important for me to return to some of those things that I once loved or or still do love. You know, those things that bring me life and and create memories that will last a lifetime, right? So I want to fish and ride and camp and draw. Like I love all those things. I want to lead a more active, balanced and fulfilling life that consists of way more activities outside the gym than inside. You know, I want fitness to be a part of my life and a significant part of my life but I don't want it to be my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a mentality that if we could get more folks to adopt that, 
and process that information that that mindset is exactly what you need to truly find peace, joy, fulfillment in within your health and fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Because if you relate it to uh, an entire health and fitness journey, how often do we work with clients that, you know, they've, they've got some other stuff going on. They've got a social life that maybe they engage in some hobbies, but anytime they have a bad week with their nutrition or with their fitness, we talk to them and it sounds like their life is over. Yeah. It sounds like that ruined their entire week having one bad workout or having maybe a couple days in a row of, of not the best performance or maybe a couple days in a row where their nutrition wasn't exactly on point. It's like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick that back up next week. We'll get back in the swing of things. But what else did you do? Like, did you go on a bike ride with your family? Did you go hunting? Because I know you love to do that. You know, are you engaging in these other things that far outweigh the fact that you didn't have the best workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with fitness or loving fitness or loving your 5.30 p.m. class or wanting to do, you know, or practice your muscle-ups or your chest-to-bar pull-ups, but there are so many other valuable things outside of the gym, your relationships, experiences, hobbies, passions, that you need to go out and explore those opportunities find what you love and really start living your life to the fullest and embrace everything that fitness is enabling you to do. Mm-hmm. And that's really our entire, I should say my entire viewpoint. I don't know if you agree or disagree with a lot of what was said. No, uh, I, I agree. I think, I mean, we were talking about this on our walk the other day. I want to start to find more hobbies and incorporate them. Yeah. And hobbies that we can do together. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. It doesn't have to be something solo, right? All those ones that I mentioned, a lot of them are are done solo. But like, if you're with a spouse, significant other, and you're listening to this and thinking, "Wow, like, yeah, I don't, I don't really do anything either outside of work and and the gym." Get your significant other, have a conversation, find something that you're both interested in that you can pursue together. Mm-hmm. Not only is it going to probably be really fun and bring you some fulfillment, it's probably going to improve your relationship Mm -hmm. and allow you to spend more time together doing something other than binge watching Netflix and just kind of both on your phones. And so, yeah, find something that you can engage in and enjoy together. Like we were talking about mountain biking, paddle boarding, like outdoor, outdoor activities that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, go out and, and explore. Like you don't have to do the general stuff that falls within the normal like mold of things. Maybe you're into frisbee golf, right? Or disc golf, whatever it's called. Maybe you want to start, I don't know, I'm trying to think of things that aren't as common. Um, help me out here, Ash. Anything? Uh, disc golf is obviously the most out-of-the-box thing I could think of at the time. Yeah, I can't think. <laughs> Mini golf? <laughs> Mini golf? Okay, that's fair. Uh, but you get the point. Think outside the box as well. It doesn't have to be the norm. Uh, and just think about that chew on that for us let you know let us know how you feel about it um again i think it's something that can really broaden our horizons and open our minds to the purpose of fitness and give us another per another why so to speak Mm -hmm. to invest in our training and in ourselves i love it love it all right guys that wraps it up for today if you have thoughts on this episode you want your questions answered be sure to send them in via dm email text whatever it takes Um, 
If you aren't following us on all the other platforms already, get out there because I'm sure I'll expand upon this topic maybe later this week or maybe even write a blog post about it next week. Uh, But get on there, subscribe, follow, do your thing. Uh, We appreciate you guys so much. And until next time, I hope you have a fantastic week. Bye, y'all. All right, gang. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. We so greatly appreciate your support and your love. We couldn't do this without you. It is because of you that we're able to reach people and change more lives through this platform. So if you enjoy what you hear, please head over to Apple, leave us a five-star review, drop a comment in in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through this medium. If you do not follow us on all of our other platforms, be sure to get on Instagram, get on TikTok, on Facebook, YouTube, subscribe and follow all of those channels. We are bringing you value every single day across all of those different platforms to make sure that you can take as much information as possible and apply it to your health and fitness journey to actually move the needle towards what you're striving to become or what you're striving to achieve. So we really hope you guys enjoy the episodes. We really hope that you take the time to share these with family, friends, loved ones, get the word out there. Again, we appreciate you guys so much and we will see you next week.